Hi, and welcome to The Sustainable Century, where we explore with experts, with leaders, activists, communities of interest, mothers, fathers, and kids, how to buy, how to work, and how to invest for happier lives and a healthier planet. I'm your host, Mark D'Souza Shields. Yesterday, as I was preparing this podcast, I was mildly optimistic about gun control sanity in the United States. Uh, This morning, uh, we woke up to the incredible news that Dick's Sporting Goods, one of the nation's largest sports retailers, would, in response to the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School massacre in Parkland, Florida, would immediately end sales of all assault-style rifles in its stores and would discontinue selling guns to people under 21 years of age. Last week, when I echoed the call of many others uh, for corporate America to step up, to step up and let politicians know it was time for serious action on gun violence, who would have known so many companies would do just that? Why, in my 30 years of sustainable and responsible investment and corporate sustainability, I've never seen such a rapid response by companies on any issue, no issue, even one so clearly injurious to so many people. Over a dozen major brands have done just that. They have stepped up. First National Bank of Omaha, Delta Airlines, United Airlines, Allied Vans, North American Van Lines, Avis Budget Group, Hertz, Alamo Enterprise and National, Starkey Hearing Technologies, MetLife, Chubb, TrueCar, Simply Safe, Semantic. I'm sure there are many more that have done the same. They have disassociated themselves distance themselves from the National Rifle Association, which continues to unconsciously and aggressively insist that limiting access to assault rifles, well, guns, almost guns of any type, is somehow a contravention of citizens' rights. BlackRock, the $6 trillion-plus investment firm who recently shook the sustainability movement by saying companies should work for the betterment of society and not just profits, is now also calling for action on gun violence in corporate America. With a death toll of 7,000 dead children every year and many, many more adults, this only makes sense. As Sustainable Brands noted earlier this week, failing to acknowledge the current shifts taking place in the economic landscape and society as a whole is likely for companies to have disastrous consequences for their brands. David Chandler, who's a professor at the Management School, University of Colorado at Denver, and a guest on several of my shows, would agree. Companies reflect our values. So when our values change, certain companies get affected negatively and others get affected positively. The bad ones go away and the good ones stay or or new ones come about, right? But it's the collective set of values that need to change. For those of us who've been in... uh, corporate social responsibility or sustainability long enough, we know that common values can drive change. We know that if enough stakeholders are willing to insist on change and are willing to vote with their wallets, their portfolios, or their bottom lines, well, change can happen. It's probably easier, said David, to simply have the government write a law, but that's too requires substantial stakeholder pressure. What we're seeing now may be, uh, uh, may be that companies, students, and other stakeholders are finally pushing us 
to a tipping point on guns. One would hope, anyhow. Edward Stack, CEO of Dick's Sportings, told the New York Times, It came to us that we could have been part of this story in Florida. That's because Dix legally sold a gun to the suspected Parkland shooter, Nicholas Cruz. Uh, they did that back in November. It wasn't the gun or the type of gun used in these school shootings, uh, but nonetheless, it caused Dix to really look at what they were selling. And, and they found, uh, just like a growing number of companies around America are finding, uh, that like it or not, they are part of communities part of society and their products, the products they sell have consequences. Jonas Crone, uh, who's a senior vice president uh, and director of shareholder advocacy at Trillium Asset Management out of Boston, explains. Companies, whether they want to or not, are operating in a highly politicized environment where they are asking, being asked to take sides and they seem much more willing and prepared to take sides. And I think this is just the latest iteration of it. And all the companies I think are making, you know, an evaluation either, you know, either is an evaluation not unlike uh, what Ken Frazier did at Merck, where he said, as a personal matter, I can no longer be part of the president's uh, 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 task force on uh, manufacturing. And he went to his, his board to say, as a personal matter, I can't do this. I need to step down. And his board saying to him, we support you. And in fact, you know, we want this to be something that the company stands behind. And I think these, you know, these conversations either being provoked by a personal position or by a company-wide position are happening. And, I, and in some ways, I don't think we should be surprised that this is happening, uh, you know, I think we've been operating under the illusion for years that companies can be removed from the social discourse and that companies have basically tried to take the position, well, we're not going to get involved. But these companies are a part of society. They are part of the markets. They are, you know, whether it's a consumer brand or whether it's not a consumer brand, they are part of, of, uh, of the milieu and they they have to take a position one way or the other. Not taking a position is taking a position. Well, we don't have to worry about Dick's Sporting Good and its leadership or their position, as Mr. Stack said. Well, we just don't want to be part of this any longer. We don't want to be part of a mass shooting. Well, that's what I call taking responsibility for your products. Um, and that's what more CEOs and corporate leaders simply have to do. Now, implicit in Dick Sporting's response to take automatic weapons off the shelf is that fewer, not more, guns is the answer. And who should know more about guns than a retailer that sells about as many guns as any other store in the United States? And arming teachers, I'm sorry, that's not the answer either. Fortifying, hardening, all these things, is that a good? Is that good for schools? Well, Security is important, but it's not the answer. Fewer guns are the answer. Now, the sustainable and responsible investment industry has known this for a long time. In fact, for over four decades, military and weapons have been a major filter or negative screen for most socially and environmentally responsible investment funds. A 2016 report on U.S. sustainable, responsible, and impact investing trends by the Social Investment Forum of the USA 
found about $1 trillion worth of sustainable and responsible investments excluded guns and defense manufacturing stocks. Jonas Krohn of Trillium. I think the SRI industry is feeling like the rest of the world is catching up to them. Most SRI firms have uh, already, you know, since their inception, concluded that they will not be investing in gun companies. And the rest of the world is, you know, sort of 30 years later coming to, to that conclusion. But I think the SRI industry is also, because I think we're more sophisticated and thinking about these issues, is realizing that, you know, there is the divestment piece or the not invest in the first part piece. And then there's the engagement piece and that the SRI industry is looking for opportunities the same way Trillium is to speak with financial services companies or retailers. Uh, you know, other investors have made some really uh, strong efforts to engage retailers on these questions. The Security and Exchange Commission has, for the most part, blocked those efforts through shareholder proposals. So there's a history in the SRI community of engaging companies, and I think we're going to continue to see either new ways of doing that or going back and trying some of the old tools and hopefully having more success. Despite the success of sustainable and responsible investment in the United States with over $8 trillion under management, uh, there is still close to one gun for every man, woman, and child in America. David Chandler would argue that SRI filters, or to include or exclude a company's stock in your portfolio, at least for guns, is not as effective as we might hope. The filtering process is the worst way to do it. I mean, rather than saying, especially when you're dealing with a legal product, like tobacco is a legal product in this country. I, you know, I hate it, but it's a legal product. And so rather than saying all tobacco companies are crap, there's a distribution. There are good tobacco companies and mediocre tobacco and bad tobacco companies. So you don't ignore the fact that their product is doing harm. But you also don't ignore the fact that they employ hundreds of thousands of people. You don't just say the product is shite, therefore everything else they do is shite. So the question is, will the growing disassociation with NRA's disproportionate influence on guns and resulting gun violence have any impact? Certainly, the NRA is worried and is pushing back. It said in a statement last Saturday that these companies, these brands, will be replaced by others who recognize that patriotism and determined commitment to constitutional freedoms are characteristic of a marketplace that they very much want to serve. Uh, they're getting some help from their uh, conservative friends in government. In, in The lieutenant governor of Georgia, for example, is threatening to withhold a heavy tax break to Delta Airline because it ended a travel discount for the NRA. Uh, these are stakeholders that are talking. Uh, said the Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle, uh, corporations cannot attack conservatives and expect us not to fight back. Well, I always thought that governments were supposed to represent all their constituents and not just the few that really liked them. Well, David Chandler uh, figures, unless there's a lot greater stakeholder consensus, that the outcome on guns and gun violence might be the same as it always is, but no substantive change. Well, no substantive change. 
Well, certainly this time with the students involved, gun control advocates hold the higher moral ground in this debate. But is that enough? Jonas Crone. Well, I, I don't know if it's so much the moral high ground as that there's clearly the ground is shifting under everyone and the social discourse around this, the widespread public debate is, is escalating. And so I think that strength, it, it validates the SRI perspective and the points that the SRI community has been making for 30, 40 years. And so that validation, I think, is important. But then it also puts some wind in the sails of the tools that we have. Clearly, this time, the needless deaths of 17 students and teachers is different. The teenagers of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas have galvanized the support of millions and millions of Americans. And I can't help but think that Wayne LaPierre's vile and reprehensible defense of the NRA with its singular objective of access to whatever gun to whoever wants it whenever they want it, well, that might just be the apogee of his organization. And I will say this, Wayne, you had one thing right. You had one thing right when you said evil walks amongst us. Oh, yes, it does. But so do do righteous leaders, said Mr. Stack of Dick's Sporting Goods. If the kids in Parkland are being brave enough, brave enough to stand up and do this, well, we can be brave enough to stand up with them. Thanks for listening. I'm Mark D'Souza Shields, host of The Sustainable Century. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked it. If you did, I encourage you to check out The Sustainable Century blog at thesustainablecentury.net. Remember to click like in all the right places. Better yet, pass the blog or pass the pod along. And remember, it's up to you. It's up to us to make this a happier and healthier world.